Hi, this is your host, Fatma Brahim, and welcome to another episode on Fineco, a Bahrain-based podcast that sheds light on financial trends and concepts with experts in the MENA space. We're here today with Delal Reyes, co-founder and chief executive officer at Spare. Prior to founding Spare, Delal worked as an investment manager at Global Investment House's private equity team, where she helped a variety of companies across the Middle East increase their value by turning around operations, restructuring management, and redefining their product offering. Before that, Delal works in hedge fund investing. Delal is a full-stack web developer and is passionate about technology and education. She holds an MBA from the London Business School and a BS in finance and economics from Babson College. As the open banking dialogue takes over the global fintech discussion and is considered to be a catalyst that will transform the banking industry, we want our listeners to learn about this rising trend from experts in the field and how SPARE will contribute to this momentum. Not to mention, Bahrain is the only country in the region with open banking regulations that require financial institutions to open up APIs, and the government has established the Bahrain Open Banking Framework in October 2020 to establish standards and encourage the implementation of open banking. Thank you for joining us today, Dalal, and without further ado, I want to dive straight into it. First, I mean, I have to congratulate you on Spare receiving their license from the Central Bank of Bahrain. And you're also our first guest on the podcast that will kind of shed light on open banking, which is kind of a topic that everybody wanted us to talk about. Um, so before we head over to what open banking is, can you tell us a little bit more about Spare, the team and what's coming up? Right now. Sure. Hi, Fama. Thanks for having us. Oh, yes, we're extremely excited about uh, uh, getting the license and launching in Bahrain. And it's exciting to be the first uh, guest to speak about open banking because we uh, find it uh, as a very interesting topic. And I think it's going to be a game changer. Um, at Spare, basically, we're a financial technology company. Uh, we help users manage their, uh, their personal finances in a new and innovative way. So um, our users can improve their spending habits, grow their savings, and easily pay and get paid directly from their bank accounts. Um, our service is integrated with the Bahraini banks um, and allows you to get more insights and smart categorization than ever before. Um, and within the spare team, we're lucky to have um, our all-star team basically uh, helping us lead the way with spare. Uh, our team members come from diverse backgrounds uh, in different parts of the world. And we're currently in offices in Bahrain, uh, Kuwait, uh, the UK, Egypt, Tunis, and soon in Saudi. And we're all working together yeah, need to create a better financial experience for everyone. Wow, that's awesome. I mean, all the different markets are currently doing a lot in the personal finance space as well. So it's good that you have a team that's very quite diverse. Um, and I have to say, I'm really excited about the app and I can't wait personally to use it. I've been in the States eight years before. So I've used the likes of Mint, um, Venmo and a lot of other apps. And when I came to Bahrain, that's, that's exactly what I wanted. Um, so yeah, I mean, right after this question, we're going to have sort of a one-on-one -on, -one on open banking because in Bahrain, I feel like People think open banking is strictly a technical feature for the banks. They don't understand how is it going to benefit them as a user. So really, in, in very layman terms, what is open banking? How would you describe open banking to individuals like us? And how is it going to change individual banking and the, how businesses bank, really? Right. And exactly, like you mentioned, um, if you've spent any time abroad, and this is what yeah, and part of why we started Spare, was we were exposed to, as a team, different applications that we saw in the US and in Europe. And honestly, like you don't, as a user, really know what's happening in the background, but you know that you're connecting your account securely and getting extra services. And really, like in the most basic form, that's what open banking is. It's something that completely changes 
it's a technology that completely changes the way we interact with our banking data mm-hmm. and the options we have on what we can do with our banking data and how we can share it with other services in a secure fashion. So today, for example, um, it's very different. In the past, for, uh, if I wanted to um, figure out like how, where am I spending my money or, or looking at, yeah, taking a deeper look at my accounts, uh, how would you be able to do that before? You'd need to uh, download, go to your online banking, download uh, an Excel sheet uh, from your, yeah, download a file uh, oh God, from yeah. your bank. <laughs> Take it into Excel, uh, clean it up the file, uh, put in buckets for everything. I mean, you get the idea. It's a huge pain and it takes a lot of time and energy. Today with open banking, for example, and this is just one use case, all that work can be done for you easily with apps like Spare and others who can import the banking data securely and then do the work for you automatically. And yani, there are other, other uh, situations, for example, where you have to use your banking data, whether downloading the, the statements uh, to get a loan and physically having to take them over uh, to the lenders. Today, we, if the lenders are connected using open banking, uh, with a click of a button, they can get this information and are able to grab grant you alone in yani maybe minutes if uh, instead of days but it changes uh, a lot of um, yani experiences of things that you can usually only get through your bank even making transfers and using them in a uh, with a service provider of course that's is licensed and regulated and all of that to provide you additional services than what you can get with the bank but it's really cool yeah, it's awesome. I mean, it's uh, we call it a breath of fresh air. I mean, compared to legacy <laughs> banking, and it's it's you yeah. know it's going to open the door, like you just said, to well needed innovations and the financial industry. It kind of moves banks also from the the stage of stagnation. Um, so just to put it simply, I guess from just to wrap up what you said, uh, you know, at least to centralized information to track all our financial data in one place, um, a very enhanced client experience. So you know, nearly every bank now has created a mobile app, but digitizing it and making making sure that we are understanding what are we doing while we're banking is a different thing. It's not like a one-way kind of a relationship. Um, and obviously, it opens up to more innovative solutions um, that have been developed thanks to the new banking system. Um, so for the third question, I mean, you mentioned data, which is a very important thing. You say third parties will access users' data. So how secure will that be? Like, is there a chance that it could be leaked or can someone pay for my account? Because I think people, when they hear that, they... It, you know, your mind automatically goes to the negative end. Sure, sure. No, it, a very, um, it, that's a huge uh, area. And I think uh, within fintech, that's a huge concern for users, especially that traditionally you're always used to doing things with their bank. The beauty of doing things with open banking is that everything is still done within the secure channels of your bank. So for example, when I decide to use my data that is inside my bank with a third-party application like Spare, I am only doing that by giving an approval from within my bank app. So like it's called within open banking, it's called giving a consent. So you are consenting that Spare accesses your data. When it comes to making a payment, you are going back to your bank and approving that payment within your bank. um, You're still within the secure, let's say, the security of your bank. Uh, but, but at the same time, on our side, we also employ a number of security measures to keep your data safe, uh, including the highest levels of encryption. We don't store or even receive your banking credentials at any point because you're giving your authorization from your banking application. But it changes the game. In a, before, for example, when you're making a payment, you were providing the merchant with your card number or uh, yeah, any credit card number, LCVV, all of that. And, and a lot of places, Ashan, to make it convenient, 
convenient for you to repay, they're storing that information. And we've seen many situations where um, there's data leaks and uh, data breaches, like you were saying, but with open banking, that minimizes that risk significantly because everything is improved through your bank. That's a good point. I mean, you mentioned uh, two key points, I think, here, just to kind of wrap up this question. Um, companies that you know want access to consumers' financial data are also obligated. So you would also be obligated to undergo through a couple of security checks on the bank itself. And third-party service provider obviously have to demonstrate security to the banks before exchanging any dat- data. And just to clarify, I mean, before you share any information as a user, um, I'd have to be informed for how and you know, how they're going to use my data or for how long my data is going to be used, right? Yes, it is. So when you, as a, uh, when, as a user, you're approving that your information is uh, displayed in spare, you're giving that approval, you're giving that consent from within the app uh, and from within the bank to, to allow that uh, to happen. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much for clarifying. Um, and this is my favorite question to kind of give an overview of what's happening, especially in the GCC and other countries. How is the open banking movement and growth in other countries and what products have customers seen? Yeah, so like you mentioned earlier, and you've seen products outside of the region. And the reason is that regulations came in other markets ahead of when they came in the let's say the gcc region and it's kind of nice because it's like fast forwarding to the future and seeing what what can happen in the region and if not yani, in a better way even because we get to learn from um, let's say mistakes or things that have happened in, in other countries uh, today for example open banking is available in other markets in the world and it's made uh, an impact uh, for users it's available in, yani, in countries including the uk europe australia singapore many other countries um we i'm going to focus on the UK because it's been a great success story. So since they launched in 2018, um, they've managed to have, as an open banking uh, scheme in the market, they've managed to have more than 5 million open banking users uh, as of the end of 2021. And this this number, of course, is uh, increasing. Um, and it's being used across different products, yani personal finance managers like Spare, um, account-to-account payments, which we also provide. And other things like instant lending, micro investing, so many different things. Us and Hatan, the users, um, they don't necessarily always know that what's happening or the service that they're receiving is happening because it's because of open, yani, because it's powered by open banking. Yeah. Um, it's a very seamless. Yani, today we're talking about open banking, but from a user experience, you want it to be as seamless and yani, uh, uncomplicated as possible. Of course. And um, you mentioned Europe. I think Europe now um, is the largest market. And I just want to mention here because I'm proud of it. I mean, Bahrain is the first country in the Middle East to adopt open banking. And I think they've replicated the efforts um, of global finance hubs such as the UK. Um, I just want to add a few like a few information from Saudi, for example. In Saudi, they've They've also kind of, it's part of their national development plan for Vision 2030. Um, They have about 40% of their fintech startups operating in payments. Dubai also kind of granted um, specific licenses, I believe, in April 2020. So it's really interesting to see that growth, especially in the Middle East. And obviously, starting from the UK, I think it was kind of a ripple effect. So thank you so much. 
And, um, and in Kuwait also, him, they're looking, they, يعني, earlier this year, Kuwait also announced that all of the countries are seeing the value and are starting to, let's say, explore it uh, first and through their sandboxes. So all the sandboxes under the fintech regulators um, have allowed يعني, open banking startups, including us, يعني, we're going through different sandboxes. We went through the CBB one to mm-hmm. allow us to test it. And then the, the mandate comes out and, and allows us to, to operate fully with it. But it's really exciting and and يعني, uh, there's a lot of feedback in that that's awesome i mean we're going to share a couple of infographics after the podcast on our social channels kind of dictating like what, what how open banking is moving across the french gcc um countries so thank you so mm-hmm. much for sharing that information um the fifth question i think it's a question it's the most asked question we've gotten this question on our on our dms uh, right before this session so What is the problem that you're trying to solve in the market? How? What are the pain points that will that will spare address? Okay, so in a very basic form, uh, customers and business owners, يعني, both, are limited to the information that they receive from the banks. So يعني, any analysis that you receive or, or مثلا, uh, let's say categorization or anything like that is limited to what you can do from يعني, what you receive from the banks. Spare can allow you to do so much more with that information, with uh, smarter insights and putting you يعني, uh, on top of all of that. Um, when it comes to payments, we're also يعني, now using systems that are slow and requires to put so much information to make a payment. So Spare solves that by making it a matter of clicks and in a much more secure way because payments are authorized through your bank rather than you giving a card number out. Um, those are two big pain points. So on a customer side and a business side, also it's a data, a lack of, let's say, rich data. Uh, and then on a payment side, it's changing the way that we are doing payments today um, and the pain points related to that. I guess that's what I've been seeing using um, banking apps. I mean, before, I, I wouldn't really want to go check my bank account. I would check it only to know what my remaining balance was. Okay. Um, but right, if I had a solution that understood me as Faltma, for example, where I shop, um, how I shop, um, what do I spend the most on, and kind of put that into an analysis for me, then I would be more likely to kind of use that app as part of my daily lifestyle. So you've mentioned a good thing. Um, so Improving financial tools, payment flows, um, and for consumers, obviously, more opportunities to enjoy spending, borrowing, and investing their money. The more you understand something, the more you'd likely to use it, right? Um, yes. Thank you. So now my favorite part. Let's let's jump into Spare um, specifically. So walk me through the process if a user. If I was going to download Spare today, how would I how would I use Spare? What would it look like? It's super easy. Um, so you're going to go through the onboarding process, uh, identify yourself through KYC, um, and then basically you choose the bank that you want to link to the application. Uh, you're redirected to your bank to approve that. So you sign into your bank app. Um, you're asked to, for example, Fatma, do you want to link uh, your bank information to Spare? Um, you approve that, and then you can start using the application. Within the application, we've made it extremely simple to use, easy to understand, and يعني, we, we've tried to make the experience of managing your money a lot more fun. Um, you can track your accounts. Um, you get smart categorization on transactions, things that يعني, we've made even the categories that we use very simple to understand, يعني, مثلا, eating out, Um, healthcare, personal care, stuff like that, that we can relate to. Um, and you can easily search and filter your transactions and understand your spending. Um, at the same time, you can send money to your friends, um, receive money all in one place. And, Definitely yeah, sounds we- like a 
Yeah, sorry. Comprehensive solution. Go ahead. Exactly. I was going to say that and, and it's flexible because we're building something for users. So within any parts of the application, if there are things that yeah, can be improved, we constantly ask for feedback from users, even within the categorization itself. Yeah. And users can also, um, let's say, we crowdsource the information from them. If anything is incorrect, we improve it based on uh, feedback from users. That's awesome. And I think the more users you have on the platform, the more you'll understand um, what they're kind of demanding for. Exactly, exactly. And um, just uh, just so I can just clarify, so when you when you sign up on Spare, everything is online. Um, you can do everything online. There's no need to kind of speak to somebody. I think in the beginning, unless there was some issue or anything like that, but it's yeah. all online, right? Yes, awesome. it's all through the app. Perfect. Well, I love the look and feel of the app so far. I can't wait for people to kind of use it once it launches officially here. So you also have a business component um, called Spare Business. So with Spare Businesses, we'll have multiple benefits, um, lower fees, uh, direct account-to-account transfers, and higher security. Can you explain that to us and why businesses should sign up on Spare? Sure. So within open banking, there's a benefit, a huge benefit for businesses as well. Uh, today, uh, been, uh, there are different options for businesses to receive their payments or their bills from customers, even on a, for example, on an online checkout uh, basis. Um, you have different options of, for example, you want to pay with your debit card or your credit card, Apple Pay, uh, you name it. Spare becomes one of those options and the checkout process. Um, and what they can do with Spare is that instead of uh, the money going through through uh, different networks or different channels until it reaches the business, the money is transferred directly from a customer's account to a business's account. So this is something um, that isn't available today for payments. The only way that you can do it today is by going into your account, adding a beneficiary, and then transferring to the business. Uh, But this makes it completely seamless. Um, We already know, for example, the business, uh, the the information from the business, and the customer can uh, initiate the transfer automatically as a payment from their account to the business's account. Because a lot of the steps are eliminated in the way, uh, it becomes a lot faster and a lot cheaper for businesses uh, to receive payments through Spare. Well, this is awesome. I mean, put simply, I think Spare, what it does is like the less you explain it, the less intermediaries involved, the less the cost. So I guess you take out the middleman to offer a much better solution for businesses. Um, And it sounds very simple to use. Um, So I guess my next question is, so if, if, you know, Spare in other markets at the moment, are you planning to expand in other regions? Yes. Yes, definitely. So as open banking, as you said, is being rolled out to the region, it's new to the region, but it's being rolled out in different countries for we're looking to expand to uh, all the markets where it's being rolled out and regulated. Uh, currently, we're licensed in Bahrain, but we're also working on Kuwait and Saudi Arabia. And as other markets uh, become and yani, have a regulation, we're going to be going to those markets as well. Thank you so much um, for answering that question. I can't wait to see Spare roll out in the other regional markets. So the most exciting question, and just to end the podcast, can we sign up for Spare now? I think there's a waiting list at the moment. Yes, definitely. Um, I would definitely recommend that you sign up. You can go to uh, tryspare, T-R-Y-spare.com, um, and download either we have an iOS app and an Android app. You can download uh, whichever one you need um, and sign up for the app, and you'll be put on a waiting list, um, and we'll be rolling it out to customers as soon as we launch um, based on their their order in the waiting list. 
Awesome. Well, I'm going to definitely be one of the people on the waiting list. Um, I want to see how much I spend on eating out every month. <laughs> but um, <laughs> Dega, thank you so much uh, for spending some of the time here to talk about Spare. We're really excited for it. I mean, these these solutions really are, are game changers in the financial landscape. Um, and I want to really thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you, Fadma. Thanks for this great podcast. And we look forward to um, launching and talking soon, inshallah. Awesome. So we want to thank Dalal for being part of the Fineco podcast. If you'd like to access Spare's channels and find out more, please visit tryspare.com. And you can also stay tuned for all their updates on their Instagram page at tryspare. So thank you for tuning in and we hope you enjoyed this episode. You can listen to the session on Spotify and Apple. If you'd like to be part of this podcast, you can email us at fineco at gmail.com and we will get back to you.